You are listening to CKMS News on 102.7 FM, Radio Waterloo. Today is February 27th, 2024, and I am MP Holmes. The Waterloo Region Health Coalition, as part of the larger Ontario Health Coalition, is calling for an investigation into the recent expansion of private health care services and staffing in Ontario. On February 21st, the group presented the report Robbing the Public to Build Private, the Ford Government's Hospital Privatization Scheme which presented evidence of the Ford government withholding allotted funds for the public system, resulting in severe and chronic underfunding. In Kitchener alone, this underfunding has manifested in 140 vacant RN positions in the hospitals. Jim Stewart, chair of the Waterloo Region Health Coalition, introduced the report at a press conference at the Waterloo Public Library. So it's well beyond time that there's a rigorous investigation into who is benefiting from these policy choices and what their connections are to the government. Because the costs and threats to our local public hospitals and the future of our single-tier public health system are very real and urgent. Stewart listed and described how the Ford government is pushing privatization through slowly decreasing the public system's capacity by poaching public staff, placing wage limits on public staff but not on private staff, decreasing funding to public hospitals and allowing public-funded spaces to go unused. He has imposed real dollar cuts for public hospitals, pushing them into service closures and deficits while funding for-profit hospitals and clinics with increases of up to and over 300%. He has funded private hospitals at double the rate per surgery than than he funds public hospitals. He's left operating rooms in our public hospitals across Ontario closed down or unused the majority of time while paying for profit clinics and and private hospitals to build new privatized operating rooms. He's refused to take action on the for-profit staffing agencies that are charging up to three times more than public hospitals for staff, having escalated their prices by more than 70% since Ford took office. While imposing wage caps, and real dollar cuts in staff in our public hospitals. And finally, he's chronically underspent the health care budget, shunting billions, with a B, billions, to contingency funds and budget surpluses while leaving hospitals in unprecedented crisis. According to the Ontario Health Coalition report, in 2022 and 2023, approximately $38 million of taxpayer money was given to private clinics, but in 2023 and 2024, that rose to $120 million of taxpayers' money being given to private clinics in Ontario, an increase of 212%. At the same time, public hospitals received an increase of 0.5% to their operating budgets, well below inflation. We, as I mentioned, we're, we're funding these private hospitals to the tune of an increased tune of 212%, versus what we're funding our public hospitals at. Our hospitals are being starved of operational dollars. Our hospitals have a funding increase of 0.5%. In reality, where medical inflation is running anywhere from 5.6% to 3.6%. So that's a real dollar cut. And this has happened year over year. And we're talking about five years now under the Ford administration. Stewart listed how the sector has been drastically underfunded since Ford took office. So in the 2020-2021 fiscal year, the FAO, that's a financial accountability office, 
who reported, and that's a nonpartisan uh, group at Queens Park, reported that the federal government had spent $1 billion less than planned for health care. That was in 2020-2021. Then in 21-22 fiscal year, the same FAO report was now $1.8 billion less than planned. By the end of the 22-23 uh, fiscal year, it was $312 million, not billion, but million dollars less than planned. And so far, for the end of the first quarter, 23-24, it's a staggering $1.2 billion that has not been spent on public health care. So this is an ongoing, chronic underfunding of our public health care system. This is why our public hospitals have seen all of these terrible closures. This is why our public hospitals are on their deathbed. So we really need to do something, and we need to do it loudly and urgently. This withholding of funding has proved detrimental. The Ontario Health Coalition report notes that from January to November 2023, there were almost 1,200 vital service closures. This includes ICUs and obstetric units and 868 emergency room closures across the province due to a lack of funding. In fact, within those 48 weeks from January to November, these 868 ER closures amount to an average of 18 emergency rooms in Ontario closed every week. The report also notes that private clinics are more expensive overall for the taxpayer and the patient alike. There's also another issue with this privatization scheme and that is that it's costing us a lot more. OHIP is, is paying considerably more for the same services. So it's much higher cost to deliver the very same services in a private clinic than it is in a public hospital. And these higher costs also are compounded by additional out-of-pocket fees that are being charged to patients in these profit-driven clinics. There is upselling happening right now in the province of Ontario, and patients are being manipulated by these private clinics to, to have medically unnecessary tests that they may not need across the province. According to the Ontario Health Coalition report, staff shortages are being further aggravated because staff are being outright poached into the private system, leaving the public system to rely on the extremely expensive for-profit staffing agencies. In the first three quarters of 2022-23, more than $168.3 million in public funds were paid to for-profit nursing agencies, more than four times the $38.1 million the province hospitals spent on agency nurses in all of 2020. On top of the immense financial outlay, for-profit staffing agencies continue to contribute to the crisis. The report notes, agency staff choose their hours and can choose to work only days or preferred shifts. It becomes harder and harder to staff the overnights and weekends. It is no surprise then that increasing numbers of Public hospitals are closing vital services evenings, overnights, and on the weekends. The impact of the Ontario court's upholding of the repeal of Bill 124, which introduced wage caps to nurses, has yet to be determined. Underfunding and staff shortages are not just impacting emergency rooms, they're also impacting operating rooms. In Waterloo Region's three hospitals, the Cambridge Memorial Hospital, Grand River Hospital, and St. Mary's Hospital, most of the operating rooms are only operational during weekdays. Only emergency surgeries are conducted on weekends or after 5 p.m. on weekdays. The situation here reflects what is happening across the province. In our region, we have a total of five operating rooms that are redundant or not used. So that means that 
34% of all of our operating rooms across the province aren't being utilized. And so we could easily take care of our wait lists and our backlogs and surgeries by simply funding ORs to take place in our already bought and paid for operating rooms. Again, it begs the question, why are we building a second tier of operating rooms across the province? Why would we pay far more to deliver the same services in those new private for-profit operating rooms? And why would we dismantle and destroy 100 years of public hospital investment overnight? That seems to be what's happening. Dr. Michael Lowry, a co-presenter of the report and the former chief of staff at Cambridge Memorial Hospital, noted how bad the situation is, how those who are financially disadvantaged will be the most impacted, and why now is the time for the report and an investigation. Certainly those that will suffer most will be those that are disadvantaged financially or socially. So I think there's a battle call to say a message needs to get to Premier Ford and the Health Minister that uh, there are fundamental problems uh, as the healthcare system is being strangled and, and whittled away and uh, services transferred to the private system. The Ontario Health Coalition has produced this report in order to generate concern and action. Here Jim Stewart describes what people can do to help the situation. So what I would suggest that we do is that we speak to every single Conservative MPP and let them know that we will not vote for them ever again and we would like to know who's benefiting from this policy. It certainly isn't the people of Ontario, it certainly isn't our public hospitals and I think it's very much these private for-profit corporations who stand to make trillions of dollars of public health care in Ontario. Towards the end of the press conference, Jim Stewart summarized the report and the situation in healthcare in Ontario. It is beyond time that the Ford government be required to give a serious answer as to why they are robbing the public to build the private. It is beyond time that there is a rigorous investigation into who is benefiting from these policy choices and what their connections are to the government. Because the costs, both financial and in the theaters of our local public hospitals and the future of our single-tier public health care system are very real and, again, very urgent. The Office of Conservative MPP for Kitchener-Conestoga, Mike Harris, replied to a request for comment from CKMS News. His office replied, After 15 years of NDP-supported liberal neglect, the PC government has made historic investments to ensure the residents of Waterloo Region have access to the medical services they need. They noted the government plans to build a new joint acute care facility and a new nurse practitioner-led clinic in Breslau. They also noted they are expanding existing facilities at Grand River Hospital and St. Mary's General Hospital, including investing in MRIs. The Office of the Minister of Health, Sylvia Jones, also responded to requests for comment, and they re replied that under the leadership of Premier Ford, the government has made record investments in the publicly funded healthcare system, increasing the healthcare budget by over $18 billion since 2018, and this year alone the government will invest $80 billion into the system. The ministry said they are hiring 17,000 new nurses and 2,400 new physicians to the provincial healthcare workforce. And as for operating rooms, the ministry said they have also invested $1 billion to allow hospitals to utilize operating rooms on weekends and weekdays. Finally, the ministry noted, 
While the Ontario Health Coalition continues to be ideologically opposed to any action our government is taking to build a more connected health care system, we will continue our work that is providing you with better access to care closer to home. For CKMS News and the Local Journalism Initiative, I am MP Holmes. Thanks for listening.